The Red Rum Theater, Episode 88, Apocalypse Now. This is the end, beautiful friend. This is the end, my only friend, the end of our elaborate plans, the end of everything. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your hosts, Ernesto Alanis. And Antonio Marin. And every month we look at one of the movies that raised us up. So that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we've got the movie Apocalypse Now and how it taught us wrongly to win the war no matter what the cost. Okay, so we're going to go into this. Apocalypse. Well, first of all, there is no comedic value in this movie. First of all, smoke. I would say this. I don't know why, but the, the, the Vietnam War genre I don't know if when we grew up, but we watched a lot of movies from Vietnam. And a lot of music from Vietnam, too. No joke, dude. Like CCR, man, that's some Vietnam music, man. There's some... I'm saying... Listen to the Forrest Gump soundtrack, bro. I'm telling you, I watched Platoon, Apocalypse Now, Deer, Deer Hunter. Hunter. I watched um, Hamburger Gump. Hill. Hamburger Hill, oh. Forrest Gump. I mean, I watched... Dude, Full Metal Jacket is Vietnam. Full Metal Jacket. We watched a lot of movies about yeah. that war, and... That war is after our time. Like our didn't Uncle Johnny? Did he not go to Vietnam? He, he was in the military. Yeah, I don't think he was. I think he was too young. He didn't. He's did he come into the? Did he sign up for the military after the uh, war was over? He's he's not sixty yet. So it was probably after. Jeez, uh, he was born. So I mean, okay, we'll we'll just round him up. I think he's fifty eight. Fifty eight, sixty years old. And so he was born. If it's two thousand twenty. He was born in 1936. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst math I've ever heard. <laughs> Hold on. 20 minus 60 is 1960. Yeah, he would have been like 12 or 13. So he, he, he was, he was no, in he was, Vietnam he conflict. Afterward. Okay. Um, did Jesus' dad go to Vietnam? I don't know if the Ulysses did. Like, our great uncle went to World War II. I don't know if he had any family yeah, in Vietnam. Yeah, in his 90s, bro. I know. Now, I don't know why this Vietnam was... Uh, it, a, was it was... It was... That war is crazy. So we watch all these movies there, about... I used to work with this guy at the roofing company. He's like, I just don't understand Vietnam, man. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, how's America get their ass beat by a bunch of... <laughs> A bunch of people with flip flops. <laughs> oh <my laughs> like what, <laughs> dude? The Vietnam conflict is it's a cra- it's a crazy thing historically. But we watched a lot of movies about it. Tons. And it was the war. Probably as a kid, didn't watch World War II movies very much. Didn't watch Civil War movies. There's movies about every war, but Vietnam, because of when we grew up, a lot of filmmakers wanted to make their great Vietnam movie. Mm-hmm. And and even at I was. I remember being around when they started making. Uh, they started making. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Gulf War movies. And I don't care about. I don't want to watch War them. movies. Remember that they made that one with uh, Denzel and uh, Curry's Under Fire. Curry's Under Fire. Meg Ryan. Yeah. Yep. They made that one, and there's been a few since. A lot of guys going to Afghanistan. Guys going to Iraq. Really. There's been a lot in our a lifetime. Lot, uh, now. There's a lot now. Afghanistan and Iraq is the thing. It's, it's been going on for ten years now. Like the, the, the Afghanistan yeah, and Iraq crazy. for us. 
What's crazy is how no one talks about it, no one cares, and we're in these wars that are 10 years down the road now, and our boys are going over there, and it's crazy. I know. And like, so there's a movie came out, uh, what's that one that won the Academy Award? Jeremy Renner, he's the bomb. Uh, he. Oh, um, it won an Academy Award. Catherine Bigelow directed it. Oh, shoot. Jeremy Renner, that scene where he pulls that Hurt one, Locker. Hurt Locker. Yeah, where he defuses bombs. Yeah. I've never seen it. You never, oh, that movie's messed is it, up. Is it good? It's well done. I love Jeremy Renner. I'm, I'm sorry. He's a badass actor, dude. dude. I'm, first of all, Hurt Locker's a good movie. I was just mad that it beat Avatar for Best Picture. Just because I, I like that. I don't, everyone hates Avatar. It does it with wolves, but, but they're blue. Ooh, gay. <laughs> I know it's it's the classic uh, white man savior complex plot. I still like it's it. It's Fern Gully, dude. <laughs> dude, but you know what? My kids like it. I like it. I didn't like it. I love the 3D technology of that movie. Watching well, when it, it came I'm, out, it was like, whoa. I mean, just the, the depth of field of the camera shots. I just don't like that it's got the record still. <laughs> I can't believe Avengers, they jumped. Their fingers are right under I'm the hoop, you. and they missed and, it. And and you know what? I think just because a bunch of people started watching that movie again, dude. Watch them re-release that shit. And that'll be like way out of reach, dude. Oh, dude, Avatar, Avatar 2 comes they, out. Don't they already have three more ready James to go? James Cameron has three more coming out in the next That's five years. That's crazy, dude. Sigourney in it? I don't know, I man. Sigourney, dude. Okay, so all I know about Vietnam... What I've heard about is that after that war ended, people came home and no one liked the people. Even the first episode of The Wonder Years, remember? Yes! Was it Winnie's brother goes to Vietnam? Yes! And gets killed? Dude. So the shows we're watching as kids, Wonder Years A lot of the shows. is not, is that our generation or is that before us? That's right before us, but we grew up with it. I don't know how we, we, we caught it and watched it anyway. But you're, Man, we, when is Wonder Years? That might be us. Right, Wonder Years, watch that. So Vietnam was around us in pop culture yeah, on TV. It was. And there was this idea, like nowadays soldiers are revered, but it wasn't like that back no, then. No, man, they were calling them baby killers and just they tr- spitting on them, treating them like crap, dude. That's crazy. They're coming back missing limbs, getting treated like garbage, dude. What, Born on the Fourth of July, was that Vietnam? Yeah, there's another one. That movie, that movie was sick. messed up. That movie, I still remember lines from that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Isn't a cruise in a wheelchair in that one? Yeah, so is Willem Dafoe. Remember, he goes to Mexico and meets all those other veterans that are all in wheelchairs. Oh, that movie's sick, man. Those apocalypse now those different than the rest of those Vietnam movies because most Vietnam movies are against the war or against war in general. War is hell. The plot is war is hell. War is bad. We shouldn't go to war. Apocalypse now is not about. It's bigger no, than Vietnam. No, it's about the heart of humanity. It really is, dude. It's about, it's about how far can a, a person take, like, I, how I far wanna, can a man yeah, go? Yeah, but I don't want to say how far can a man go because I feel like half of it, the, these people are gone. Like, mentally gone. They're gone. They're fried from the drugs. They're fried from not sleeping, from battles all night long. They're fighting each other. I mean, it is. Th- dude, there are scenes when they're floating up the river, man, and they come through. And they can't find anybody in charge because everybody's dead, and they're they're just literally they're just fighting. They don't know what to do, when to go home. What they're just on acid, they're on drugs, they're drinking, smoking, partying, and fighting. It's crazy, dude. This movie was crazy. This movie is a trip. My wife's never seen this movie. My wife's never seen a Vietnam film. 
She's never what? seen any of these. She's never seen Platoon. So, so we're watching Apocalypse Now, and it's messing her up because the movie, one thing that's just, just, as a kid, I didn't catch it as much because I'm just watching, looking for like, it's over my head. It's just over my head. Yeah. I don't understand th- these men, the problems they're going through. I don't understand the opening scene with Smart Machine, how it's just showing you he is already gone. Yeah. He is a, he's a psycho hunting a psycho. Yeah. Okay, so this movie was released August 15th, 1979. Which is crazy because it's less than ten years after the war. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's pretty much it's fresh in the air. Ninety-seven percent Rotten Tomatoes. Really, it movie was beloved oh, by critics. My gosh, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Okay, and you know what? I always said, and I'm an idiot because you know what? You got ideas in your head, you believe it. I thought for a while Coppola only had two good movies in him: Godfather, Godfather Two. I thought he made nothing else. Watching this, I'm like, this guy's a G. This guy made some great movies. Yeah. Dude, watching this movie, there are so many scenes. I'm like, how did he film these shots? Because this is before CGI. Yeah. So all the helicopters are real helicopters. And there's real boats <laughs> and real planes and trees. I'm like, they blew up. What's crazy is coming home in a body bag. Two. Body bags, two. <laughs> <laughs> Got more taste than my. And then the cop's like, ah! <laughs> um, What's crazy at this is. Listen, this movie. listen, I'll tell you right now. If anybody can guess what that is from. <laughs> we'll send you. You're going to get something. Yeah, we'll send you a t-shirt. If you can guess what body bags to, what that's from. <laughs> Man, I'm really, hoping Mer- I'm really hoping Merlin gets this oh, one. No, 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 or I, I, I don't got a t-shirt. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get we'll, some good, good swag. Yeah, we'll listen, you. we're looking at a new artwork right now. I'll send you a sticker of the new artwork. Cool. The new artwork, Tony. Oh, I can't show it. Let me show it to you. It's incredible. What the hell's wrong with you, man? Oh, what dude. Am I, you silent part. It's got to come out before October because we. Gotta, it's got to come out before a movie drops. Okay, so. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Okay, so. Um, Too bad your poor ass is going to see it with me. I'm going with you, baby. So, if you watch Apocalypse Now, this movie helps you get a lot of the jokes from Tropic Thunder. Legitimately, yes. legitimately, because yes. these guys are filming this in the jungles, okay? They're, they're trying and they're to doing do drugs. They're now. going crazy. Yeah, the filming. It's funny because it's like, not, it's like everything that they're doing. Was he trying to be like the Lawrence Fishburne, like what? When uh, Robert Downey made himself a black guy, <laughs> dude. But it's funny because everything that they're doing is so disingenuous to what. That was yes, dude. It's <laughs> They're crazy. just Jack Black's tripping out, dude. dude it's crazy. <laughs> so, this movie's plot is simple: a special ops captain is sent to assassinate a rogue colonel during the height of Vietnam. That's the plot. Is a a, a guy? He's special ops, but he's he's dark ops, dude. Mm-hmm. He's an assassin. Assassin. He's sent in to take people out, and that's what he does. Now, I don't remember when they are briefing Martin Sheen. Do they tell him? Scott Glenn's character is not until he gets to that that checkpoint where everyone's crazy. Okay, well, there's no, a guy waiting for him with okay. a with a with a dossier that's right, that's right. saying there was a guy set five months before I'm you. I'm gonna it today. <laughs> but, um, the question is, does this movie hold up? Dude, I watched it and I was home by myself, and I was like, my mind was screwed. Dude, this movie, watch it. It's a hard watch. Like it's it's. Incredible. It's technically excellent. It is a hard watch. And we're going to finish it tomorrow, my There's wife and I. There's so much happening. 
It's and crazy. the scenes are so layered and so good. And, the char- and you're just seeing the insanity of people, of the war. And again, this movie's bigger than Vietnam. It's about Vietnam. And it's a very accurate depiction of Vietnam. But the book it's based on, Heart of Darkness, is about a different war altogether. A war that's 100 years ago. So this book is not a... Like, this book. I think it was like some French-Belgian-Congo thing. It was jungles. It's just about the, the heart of man and what happens to it, what it can do, and where it goes. Now, this movie has an incredible cast. I mean, my wife it's couldn't insane. believe the cast. First, did Robert Duvall ever have hair? Did he have hair in True Grit? No. He Remember, he had the, the comb over. His I, hat he, came off. He must have been lost when he was 20 years old, that poor Dude. guy. Now... Martin Sheen plays Captain Benjamin Willard and holy cow, Charlie Sheen is his son. Unreal. Watching him as a young man, I'm like, I hear Charlie Sheen sometimes. His, I see Charlie Sheen. He some- was a stud too, man. He Martin, was a good looking dude. Martin Sheen as an actor is incredible in this. There's a lot of narration mm-hmm. as he's walking through the jungle, he's doing things. Opening scene, you see him just crazy in his room. Wasn't he going to kill himself? I don't he had know. a gun, didn't he? Was yes. he drunk and he had a gun? He, he was just crazy, and he'd leapt. He, what do you say? When I was home, when I was here, I wanted to be home. When I was home, I wanted to be back here. And he's in his room just waiting for a mission, just drinking himself crazy. And they come to get him, dude. They, they drive him to the bath, the shower, and they just they sober him up, remember? They, oh, yeah. They turn out, he's like, ah! <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of like, um, what was the one I just watched? King Kong. <laughs> the The one... Skull Island, mm-hmm. when the guys are like getting ready to go home, but they're like, "I need a mission." Like, I thank you for this mission. That's how people get in the wars like that. They get so messed up. It's like I, they don't want to come and deal with reality. They, get, I mean, it's all they know is is this. Because I know some veterans, bro. Dude, I, I know. Some, and you know what's crazy is, and I don't want to be too deep, but I think some of the aftermath of some of our, our Middle Eastern veterans are similar to our Vietnam veterans, what they faced. Just the wars, the horrors they saw. Yeah, the, they throw them right in there, dude. The close combat, because like ur- jungle warfare is different than urban warfare, but a lot of brutality. It's not World War II. It's, it's a different kind of thing. Um, there's, and it's hard because you don't, sometimes you don't see the point of what you're doing and the goodness in what you're doing. Like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Like, World War II, I'm fighting the Nazi threat. You mm-hmm. can feel like I'm fighting evil. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a good guy. I'm the good guy. Like, that's what World War II was. We're the good guys. We're the good guys. They called us in to save the day. And we saved the world. France, you're gun-free, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're here to, to But these wars are hard because, like, why are we? Do they want us here? Oh, is it just a money? It's a, it's a lot of what was moral it? What did, gray what did, area. What did Muhammad Ali say? No, Viet Cong no, called me N-word. N-word, yep. Dang! And America hated him for yeah, it. Yeah, man. Now... Sheen, I don't know much of his early young work. I love him now. I loved him in um, Departed. Oh my gosh, fantastic. he was good in Departed. Him and um, him and his right hand man, um, Mark Wahlberg. Those two together, they stole. Were brilliant. They were, well, they were good cop, bad cop. It, they it was were great. quintessential good cop, bad cop. <laughs> it was and great. I have never seen Mark Wahlberg like that. Was that's his best role he's ever had? I hated him so much. He was incredible, and then he. He was the cherry on top of the whole movie. You love him. Oh, my gosh. The little uh, foot coverings. You're like, my man. <laughs> the booties on, dude. <laughs> dude. Um, it, Sheen was great in the West Wing TV show. Where he, he was awesome. He was so good in that role. So I've liked Martin Sheen as an older man. But young, he was ripped 
in shape, and he was a great actor because he goes nuts in yeah, this film. Yeah, he was. Then you have Brando as Colonel Kurtz. Dude, Brando, he gets what twenty minutes of on screen time, and he's top Billy. <laughs> like he's psychotic, dude. Dude, Brando's just speeches are, and I'm telling you, when you get to the right, right, wrong, right, wrong, right, 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 wrong part, Brando's speech got into me as a young man and messed me up a little bit. I had to hear it again later in life to even get it because that was just too deep for me. I didn't. I was like, as a child mind, I can't comprehend what's happening. Right. Like, what the hell? Is and you know, when I first saw Apocalypse, I'm like, I thought it was just kind of like, what are all these random scenes together for? When you see it now, you realize it is a story moving forward. Well, like, it's like it's like a almost like a concept album. You got to listen to it in order to get the picture. Big time. It's not just a series of scenes. It's great. Even even the captain of that riverboat. I know. I look that little riverboat cast. You come to care about them, and dude, they all die for this mission to succeed. It's brutal. And the captain, when he gets speared and tries to kill Sheen, Sheen's like, are you okay? Uh -huh. He grabs his head, tries to pull yeah. his head onto the spear, coming out of his own chest. That That is a level of hate. It's like, well, he knew that's why he's dying. I'm dying because of your mission. I'm going to kill. His whole crew. And they were together before Sheen. Yes. Their oh. job was to just give them a ride. They didn't know why. They didn't know where they were going. Working for the machine, dude. The company. Mm -hmm. But Colonel Kurtz plays this colonel. And Sheen is admiring him. Like Even when he first hears the... the, the he goes to... And meets Harrison Ford, a young... Crazy. I mean, this is, this is right alongside American Graffiti. This is before Star Wars, I think. This is... Wait, 79. No, this is after Star Wars. Right? It's after Star Wars. Yeah. But he looks like a kid. He looks younger than Her younger than Stinkin, um he looks younger than Star he looks younger than um what's Harrison Ford's Luke's that's Luke Skywalker. Han Solo. He looks younger than Han Solo. Yeah, he does. He looks like a kid in this. Clean shaven. Dude. Uniform on, yeah, he does again. In this movie, so Sheen hears Brando's voice. And some part of him, because he's going crazy, some part of him's like A lot of, I recognize this guy. He's such a good actor that there is so much like emptiness in his eyes like you're oh. he's just like going with the flow and as he's not, going he's up, not freaked out he's not scared he's just there they're going up the river oh martin sheen dude there's a scene in that in this movie where sheen realizes he like goes they're in the jungle looking for mangoes and he stops and he's looking at the jungle he tells a guy to, and a tiger jumps out that was insane and my wife goes ernesto and what she goes you don't hear a tiger the fact that he understood he was being hunted shows you how his instincts yeah. are just honed. He's a great soldier. He's a you know he's a killer. Sheen. Yeah, he is. There's a scene. Well, that's why they picked him, dude. That's right. There's a scene, and Sheen is becoming Kurt on the way he's up the river. Becoming Brando. He is. He's, <laughs> he's realizing these rules. The, the the rules of warfare. We try to have these rules make it seem like we're good people, but we're like he says for when the rules is you get machine gun a whole you get machine gun a whole boat full of people. I was being injured to a hospital. You're not a bad guy. He's like, we just killed all these dudes. Remember that girl gets machine gunned and she's uh -huh. alive and he just shoots her. And everyone thinks he's a, he's a monster. He's like, you just shot her with a machine gun, cut her in half. I just put her out of misery. How am I the bad guy? Yeah. And remember, Brandon says later, he goes, we drop bombs on whole villages. We can't write the F word on our planes because that's obscene. And he's, he's showing how just these rules in warfare are so weird because we're doing horrible things. But if we do this nice thing at the end, then we're clean. It's just a, and Sheen's starting to see through these lies. 
So he's becoming Brando on the way up the river. It's nuts. And reading Brando's whole dossier, he's realizing yeah. this guy's a G. He's a brilliant he's a genius. man. Genius. Yeah. And he's, he's starting to like, like him. Well, he's starting to like. It's almost you see a, a fat. He's becoming infatuated. Yes, he is. <laughs> it's like, and it's like he's not becoming infatuated because he wants to kill him. It's almost like he wants to go and meet hear him. him out. Like, he does want to hear him out, it's dude. It's crazy, dude. Dude, um, that's what happened with Scott Glenn. And Scott Glenn has a bigger role in the extended version, but this one you just—he did this. has no line. You just see him, and he mm-hmm. is native. You, he is gone. They tell you who native. he is. Yes. Yeah, and he's because he—he he was, he was Martin Sheen a little bit further. Yes. And it's crazy, dude. Oh. So, Brando as Kurtz, and Brando I hear is a prima donna, hard to work with, mm-hmm. but the guy can deliver a performance and just wreck the place. I mean, I, I'm going to someday watch his early works on the waterfront, A Streetcar Named Desire. I want to see his early works. Brando, a lot of guys look to him. De Niro and those guys all look to Brando as like their hero. And I'm like, if my hero's hero is this dude, I got I to get him a watch, mm-hmm. you know? Duvall as Lieutenant Bill Kilger. Duvall is just, he's funny, dude. He's random. One of the, one of the biggest lines of this movie. In history. In one of the the most famous war movie lines in history, probably the. It's I think it's in the. It top, might be the in the AFI American Film Institute top hundred movie quotes of all time. It's in the top five. I think it's number four. I what do you say? I love the smell of napalm in the, in the morning. It's a great line, dude. Those he victory. looks awesome in that movie too. He's dude. got the hat, dude. He's got the scarf. I'm like, damn. Dude, that hat's like a Civil War hat, yeah, and he wears cr- it around. And dude, him and his crazy Air Force guys, or his uh, him and his choppers, they play Wagner coming into war to scare everybody. They're brutal, dude. When that stinking lady comes and throws a grenade in that chopper, that is nasty. That's crazy, dude. That war is, and you see, and the figure, you're watching this movie, and you're like, they film these scenes, they film these choppers blowing up in like courtyards, falling. I'm like, I'm like, how did they film this stuff? The opening scene, just of the choppers going back and forth, then the whole tree line explodes with a carpet bomb. I'm like, they blew those trees up. Yeah. Carpet Thunder style. Yes. It's literally, you got a, what's that fool's name, dude? Big ass titties. <laughs> what was the actor's name though? Um, McBride, Danny, Danny yeah, McBride. Danny McBride. He was so blowing up the tree line. <laughs> Just yelling, dude. It's so stupid, dude. He is so funny, dude. Um, but um, holy cow. So Duvall, he meet him. And you see how they're trying to just, they're, they're doing these crazy things, but trying to remain people. So Duvall likes surfing. He's from California. So he's, he's got a guy from Malibu there. Yep, a guy he's got from, the guys out there surfing. And, and but then on, on the boat, on their boat is a famous surfer. Yeah. So he hears he's there, and he all of a sudden is trying to like curry favor with that guy. Because this guy's famous. He's like, man, we, we surf, but not, not as good as you. Like, and all of a sudden he's like talking, they're going to go up the river. He goes, hey, out of these three points that go in, which one of these has the best surfing? He goes, man, from what I've read, this is the best. He goes, we're going that way. He goes, but I, I heard, you know, it's not a Charlie there, literally Harry. He goes, listen, we got to go there. Six, it's a six-foot break. We got to go there. He goes, but that's Charlie's territory. He goes, son, Charlie don't surf. <laughs> Dude, and they go there and lose men because he wants to surf those breaks. That's, that's so weird. It that just shows you. like, blew my mind. 
how broken the whole thing is. Is that there's no plan. It's, just, it's so random. And but Duvall is, is a great, and he's throwing his cars in the dead. Do you guys ever know it's him that killed them all? That, it's just, it's horrifying on so many levels. You know what else is a random Vietnam? Like it's nothing to do with Vietnam, but a lot of Vietnam happened in it. Was dead presidents, dude? You're right. That was insane. That was insane. It destroys all of them. And Martin Sheen was the judge in that movie. I forgot I he was in that. I just realized that. I gotta watch it again. Because That's the uh, Boys to Men or Boys to Boys in the Hood made that video. Uh, uh, Singleton. Did Singleton? Mess Society. Okay. Oh, no, no. You might be right. I think Singleton. Was Singleton? I think Singleton directed that movie. I, I totally forgot because Martin Sheen said, do not, he told the guy's lawyer, do not use your war service in here when you did such a horrendous crime. Because he was like, life? Man, I gave you all this. I went to war. You give me life? And he throws the chair at Martin Sheen and he's the judge, remember? That's crazy. I didn't even put two and two together, dude. Sheen, dude. Then you have Lawrence Fishburne as Tyrone Miller. 17-year-old Lawrence Fishburne. Little, skinny, young, crazy. I really love the cast in that boat. The boat was awesome. The surfer loses his mind. I know. He survives. That scene at the end where he, just, he goes and grabs him out of the crowd, just leads him by the hand of the boat to bring him home. Mm-hmm. Sad, dude. They lose everybody on that stinking river. That movie's... Harrison Ford is Colonel Lucas. He's thinking young as can be. Dennis Hopper... Hopper. Hopper was random crazy. He was crazy, crazy. He, he was the uh, photographer, and he and he was infatuated and loved Kurtz. Mm-hmm. He loved Brando. Talking he, about Brando was like a like a weird god there. The natives worshipped him. Yeah, I know, dude. The natives all like. Oh, let's Crystal. Let's go through some of our favorite sequences of this film. Um, man, there's some crazy. I don't even. This is um. I understand this is a classic. I understand this is a. I, this is not my kind of movie. <laughs> like I watch this movie, and it messes with my mind. Right. Dude. This is not a movie you watch for fun, no. entertainment. Um, this is a movie that goes deep into the heart of See, humanity. Now, now, I was hoping Deer Hunter was going to win because that was a friends it's, group. Of Deer Hunter movies. is more about Vietnam, more about friends being American, about how it. Ch- this, this movie shows you how crooked and crazy and demented and just it's a you just wonder like people like this came home had to come home and yes, they deal did. with reality yes they did and then they get treated like crap when they come home dude this is sad man and they're probably sitting at the corner of the bed in the middle of the night not realizing they're wide awake with a gun in their hand kind of people like jeez man I did love the scene when the choppers are coming in and it's playing that Wagner, that uh, Flight of the Valkyries. That's a beautiful sequence. Um, the sequence at that station where there's no one in command is a scary sequence. That messed me up because there was nobody to talk to. It was just people. That it was were, chaos. Yeah, dude. It, that was nuts. People are jumping off the river like, take us with you. It's just hell on earth. Oh, that was nuts. That... When they came into port, that was crazy, man. And like they went in, and it was free for all. Nobody had nobody had orders. All the commanding officers were dead. Nobody was coming to relieve them. They knew nobody was coming to relieve them, and it was pretty much they knew they were there to die. That was sick, man. 
And, and it, was, it wasn't a matter, it wasn't like, you know what it was reminding me of? It kind of was like um, Godfather versus Goodfellas. Because in Godfather, it makes the mafia seem very like civilized, mm-hmm. regal, classy, kind of respectable. Yes. Like, you're like, Michael, you're a good man. Goodfellas is like, none of us are good men. No, we're, we're all dogs. We're all about, our, about ourselves. We'll betray Money. each other. Yep. There's no loyalty. I mean, Henry Hill, he rolls down on everybody. <laughs> dude, I follow Henry Hill too, man. Like, I followed his story because of Howard Stern Show. Yeah. And he was miserable. No joy in his life. He, he pretty much was like, I don't care if they kill me now. because, Man, that was sick. This movie is like, this is not the brave American soldier fighting against all odds. No. This is insane, children, broken, your mind goes crazy. Just It's, it's Insanoville out there. And Finkel's the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Before we get into the raise this right, raise this wrong, we're going to go into our patron. Here's the deal. If you want to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash redroomthetray. It's theater spelled T-R-E at the end. Patreon, page, Patreon.com slash Red Room Theater. Listen, we actually give a dollar a month to make the podcast go. It pays the bills, man. Help us expand a new territory. We're, we're speaking to you now from the very brand new podcast studio I'm building in my basement in my house, okay? And uh, it's, it just started working out today. So we need to get filmed this episode. And it's good that we're going to invest more in it. And uh, I want to say first special thanks to two new patrons this month. We had two new patrons sign up this week. Um, we're at, we're at mad love to Merlin. Merlin in the house. And mad love to Dom. Dom, DeLuise, Cone. Just So here's the deal. We're like $25 away, I think, from $100 a month in patrons. At $100 a month, we start recording two episodes a month. Every other week. So here's the deal. That's what I want to do. For the month of July, I have a challenge for you, okay? I got a challenge for you. We got like 16 more days in the month. If we can get three more patrons, three more pay- I don't care if it's three, a dollar each, three more patrons given a dollar, whatever you want to give, I'll ask for a dollar. If we get three more patrons, we will record a special summer spectacular because we have seen, between me and Tony, pretty much every movie that's come out this summer. We've seen a shitload of movies, dude. I mean, we've seen all the horror. I've Child's Play, Midsummer. You watched um the New Annabelle. The New Annabelle. So listen, we'll go through all the months. Spider Man. Pet Cemetery. Toy Story Four. We have all these summer movies. We'll review them all real quick. Just bam, 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 and just have a good time. If you want to hear, we might do it live, man. Do it live. F it. <laughs> well, listen, if we have three more patrons this month, we'll give you a. And listen, we'll we'll go. I'm gonna go watch this week a few more movies to get pumped up so you have all the movies done. I kind of want to watch... Um, I want to see Yesterday. Yesterday. That's what I want to watch. I'm going to see Lion King in a few days. I heard there's bad reviews on it. There is bad reviews. Oh, I watched Aladdin already. So I got a lot of oh, movies yeah, in the summer. Dope, a lot of, so we got a lot of movies in our... And we're just go through them and just have a good time being funny and mean at the same time. So if we get three more patrons, three more. If you're listening to the podcast, you like to live the podcast, give us a buck, dude. A buck a month. Give us a bone, daddy. We do hundred dollars, and once we get to hundred, and we're almost there, we're doing good. Once we get to hundred dollars a month, you get two, two, two. Hey, Utah, Utah. two, two. <laughs> I want a meatball sub now, dude. I do too, man. Um, so 
help make the podcast go. Thanks to our new patrons. We're sending out rewards for our patrons this week to our new patrons. And we're working on a brand new teacher design for our current patrons that give like the $10 level. Expect to get an awesome thing in the mail by October. We have a, we have a, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Okay. So with that said, Raised Us Wrong. Now this movie is a different kind of movie, Okay. But I have a raise us wrong. First of all, we shouldn't have been watching this kind of stuff when we were young. There's no way we should be watching Platoon. <laughs> yeah. No way we should be watching this. Full Metal Jacket, we thought that was hilarious. Oh, we loved it, dude. We were banned. And that's like, it's the, the private pile is one of the great performances of a man going crazy I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. And we watched, we watched that we drill sergeant. We are on the ride with him to insanity. And he, we love it. He's a, just a, a, he's a goofy dude. He's a big, dumb animal. And he shouldn't be, in, they drive him to become a monster. Dude, all Donofrio's face in that film at the in the bathroom, that it bothered me for like. Listen, I watched I watched the first half of that movie and I'd laugh at the insults. I'd laugh at him yell at them. Oh yeah, because I was a kid. I didn't know. I just thought the, I was learning insults to throw at people at school. I'm just learning. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting my my ammo to go to school and throw you. it at kids. You know, I'm I'm ten years old. What do I know, dude? Man, how tall are you? <laughs> <laughs> but now I watch it and I don't laugh. I do. <laughs> Private snowball, dude. dude that, oh that's that's funny. That's funny, dude. But the uh, the private pile, I don't laugh at. That's it makes me sad. Pile getting bro- when they soap him in the light, it hurts me. That was messed up. Cold red, baby, dude. When they got the stinking donut, dude. <laughs> They're paying for it. You eat it. Oh my <laughs> that's gosh! Soap happened, dude. Dude. <laughs> So there's a scene, this movie, watching it again, didn't remember any of it, except for one sequence. Your ass looks like 100 pounds of chewed bubblegum. That would have been a good one to do, too. The man. scene I remembered was the end with, with Brando just talking to Sheen. That was, if anybody opens their mouth while you're watching that scene, you got to pause it. Slap him, rewind, <laughs> dude. Because you cannot miss any of that. It's the whole movie. It's the whole movie in five minutes. Ah, and it is sick. Before I get to my it's wrong, into the mind of a madman. Yes. Before I get to the wrong, the end of that film. Watching it again, I'm like, he becomes their new god. Yeah. He kills their old god, becomes their new god, and listen. I always wondered why they didn't touch him. They bowed down to him. You yeah. see that? They bowed down to him. And, dude, when he goes to kill Kurt, Kurtz wants to die. Kurtz is dying. He is excited that Sheen's there. He is dying. The jungle, he's been in the jungle so long, probably got some malaria or something. He's, he's unhealthy. Orange, probably. He's just sick and dying. And he wants to be killed. Killed like a soldier. Killed on his feet. Mm-hmm. When he brings that knife to kill him, they, they do the shot where it's... it's him killing Kurtz and that cow being killed in that stinking that ceremony. That is the sickest thing. That is real. They, mur- they, they That scene where that cow is being murdered, being slaughtered, is a real scene. It's a real religious festival where someone takes a massive machete and do that, watching that, that cow's alive for most of that cutting. Oh, I know. And they got in trouble with that movie because... Yeah, PETA showed up. MPA or whatever it was, yeah. Yeah, but they had to prove that it wasn't in America. It was animal cruelty. Nowadays, it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter if it wasn't in America. They wouldn't let that be on TV nowadays. Well, on movies nowadays, nowadays. That better be like that. Better be Gumby, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that better be fake, dude. Stinking. But he he killed he 
just slices and dices Kirkus with a second cleaver. And when he comes out of there with that cleaver in his hand, bloody, the people bow down to him. And when he drops his weapon, everyone drops their weapon. Because mm-hmm. they, they interpret it as our God says it's time to put our weapons down. Our new God has a new way for us. They all drop their weapons. That, <sighs> Dude, that scene, when they first get to Kurtz and there's all those bolts and they slowly go out of the way so we can come through, that's scary. I'm watching, I'm like, how do you film this? This, this is not CGI. This is actually them moving their bolts freaky. out of the way and they close it behind you and you're in there. Dude, he walks through and everyone's just kind of out of his way, slowly just parting the sea. And he they, grabs the surfer yeah. and they go. And they just... They're unto- like, they, they don't do anything to him. Because he's the God. Oh, my He's their God. new deity. That is crazy, man. That's crazy. And he is Brando. Yeah. Yeah, he's going, he turned into Brando. But he's going back home because he doesn't go all the way. Yeah. But the scene that that messed that, with him, You are on a ride... That movie it, is a I ride. Felt like I was on the the riverboat on Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, um. So something that got me as a, watching this movie as a young man, as a young guy. That's the speech. The only thing I remember this whole movie. I watched it one time as a kid, but it was so powerful. I remembered a lot. I remember this one scene. This one scene was so powerful. And it was this. Kurtz tells a story about going into a village. Him and his special a black his special ops team, and they gave kids vaccinations. To help him. Mm-hmm. And a guy came from the village running, saying, crying, so they go back to the village, and they hacked off every kid's arm. They got vaccinated. They put a vaccination in. Because they didn't want American medicine in their, in their people. So they cut their arms off. It was a pile of little arms. Oh, my gosh. Dude, the screenwriter said he wrote that because a, a veteran told him that story, and he wrote that in the movie, put it in the movie. But he said he saw that, and first he cried, and then he stopped and realized it was genius. It was, yeah. He said it was genius. Because he realized that they were stronger than he was. It's like, they'll, they'll go further than I will, so they're, they're going to beat me. Because of my moral, mm-hmm. my right and wrong, I can't go as far as them. They have horror on their side, and they're beating me with it. They have, he, said, he said, horror must be your friend if you want to win wars. You must be willing to go beyond your enemy to defeat them. And I don't know why it happened, but I heard that, and I believed it. And in my life, I love winning, and I have gone too far because I've wanted to win. I have gone, I've had a prank war once in college that started small. It literally started with a guy coming to the elevator, we saw him in the hallway, and we push the closed button, door button, and we're all late for class. Like it's like right there. It's the last elevator. You know, it's the edge of being late. And we saw him coming. He's in my class. He's like, hold the Vader. I'm like, hey, and I push the second closed button, and it, it's closing. And I watch him run, and it closes right when he gets there. And I'm just like, I got you, fool. Dumb, stupid prank. Just, just what an asshole. <laughs> Dude. So he was late. So he's late. I go to class. And I barely make it. I'm like there a minute before the bell rings. Okay. And in school, if you get too many tardies, you can, if, uh, in my, my old class, tar- three tardies equals an absence. Six absences, drop a letter grade. No joke. So, he, I thought he'd be like a minute too late. He comes there 10 minutes late. I'm like, what the crap? Because he went in my room and took, he took a pitcher of water. First of all, he, he, he made my bed. 
to lay the sheet all nice, put the blanket on nice. And I never make my bed in college. I'm, I'm, I'm college. I'm sleeping in a few hours. I don't give a rip. But he made the bed all nice and then just went and got went to the, the kitchen, filled a pitcher of water, walked in and just poured it on the blanket, walked, did it probably 10, 15 times, and saturated my comforter and my sheet and my mattress. I come back from my class. He sees me, he comes up, looks at me, smiles, I'm like, ah, what up, dude? I thought, so he, 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 I, I went this little thing, he went above me, right? So I go to my... You guys were insane. In I place. went to dinner, went to the room afterwards, and I was in my bed, and, the, and my comforter looked brighter. It looked like, like vibrant colors. I'm like, my comforter, it's a, it's a brilliant blue color. But I look at it, I'm like, that's really bright. And I touch it, when I touch it, water seeps up out of it. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, this guy messed with the wrong dude. So me and my buddy, AC, went and borrowed a, a, a hair dryer from a lady in the girls' dorms. Went and bought baby powder like crazy. And the doors had a nice little, like... I uh, heard about this one. There's a nice, like, like half inch under yeah. the doors. We would just, like... There's a gap. We'd put, like, basically a Coke line, blow it in. Put a line down. And I probably did it for 20 minutes, just blowing small amounts of baby powder in the room. Then I'm like, let's go out in the city and hang out. So we just leave. Come back later, make sure everything's good, go to my room, lock it, because I'm afraid this guy's going to... Because the guy's a big guy. He's a strong guy. All of a sudden, dude. And this guy's a pastor, pastoral major, uh, African-American dude. And uh, all of a sudden, there's a pound on my door. Boom, boom, boom! And I'm like... I, I just I don't say anything. He goes, I know you're in there, Ernesto! Boom, boom, boom! And uh, I'm like, what, dude? He goes, open the effing door! I never heard the guy cuss my whole life. I'm like, promise you won't hit me. He's like, open the door. I'm like, all right. So I open the door, and I'm, I'm ready to fight. He goes, come here. And he walks. I found him to his room. It was Christmas in there, dude. Everything. Like Scarface's office. Everything has a coat of fine baby powder. If you had to wipe one thing, it'll like lift off and just go to something else. Dude, his suits, his clothes, his computer, his roommates, awesome stereo. Completely full of baby powder, dude. We wrecked that guy's room. The next day, he packed up and left college. Went home. Middle semester. You drove him insane? We pushed him out. of. He, he thought, I don't know why it got him so mad, but he left. He had probably other issues going on in his life, but I was the final straw for him, dude. He left school. You guys are bad, man. One time, I was debating uh, Israel and Palestine with Angie's family. And uh, Angie's family, kept leaned, at the time, leaned a little left, and I leaned a little right. I was like for Israel, you know, big time. They were like kind of pro-Palestinian. And it's me versus the mom and the sister. When Angie comes downstairs and gets on their team, so it's me versus three. And all of a sudden, I get ticked. So I'm like, I'm not going to lose. So you want to come in with three guns? I'll get a bigger gun. So I, dude, I... I literally went personal. I literally made the sister cry, made the mom leave the room in anger, and told my wife to shut up in front of her family. And I won. But you lost. But I stinking lost. Because I used to think, if you're willing to do what the other person won't do, you'll win the fight. Like, you just go, fr- you just go further than they will. And I, it came from this stinking movie. Yeah, that, that story he tells makes you realize that the human heart can do 
just when you hear stories all the time about things, then you're like, how could they, how could somebody do that? Oh, somebody can do that. Oh, oh. Dude, what's crazy is some people watch this movie and they don't understand it. I watch this movie and it makes sense. I know. And I hate that. It freaks me out. It freaked me out watching it. Dude, I remember I was talking to a cop and he told me there's three kinds of people in the world. There are there's sheep, there are wolves, and there are sheep dogs. Sheep are people walking around doing their thing. They're weak, they're soft, they're happy. Just just walking around. Wolves take advantage of the sheep. They're predators. They're conniving, they're con men, and they're out there. They're predators, they're sexual, they're all, all, all kinds of... Sheep, sheep dogs have some of the wolves, like, some of their blood, some of their violence, but they want to be good and protect other sheep. I'm a sheep dog who could have been a wolf. You're a sheep dog who relates with wolves. It's, dude, that's why I can't watch The Punisher. I watch a show and I'm like, I, I want to be this guy. Did you watch season two? I turn it off because literally I'm watching and I'm like. You're like, I'm with him. <laughs> I'm with him. I'm like, like, I'm like, I'm with you all the way. Dude, I literally, sometimes, dude, I hear about things. Like, I'm in a place and I'm like, someone starts getting loud with a teller. And I'm like, this guy gets fine with this girl. I know what I'm gonna grab this thing, hit him in that place oh, in his I'm head. Same, I'm the same. Like, I, I put together what I'm gonna do and how I'm gonna do it because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not dying here, and he, he ain't gonna hurt her either. You, you, I'm gonna put him down fast and hard and walk out of here. You're so crazy. You've even got an exit <laughs> strategy for a dog attack. I do have a dog attack. <laughs> Listen, if a dog attacks me, I give him give my him forearm. Give him my left, arm. Give give him my left, left arm. arm. It's gonna hurt. He's gonna, he's gonna bite it and take a tear. It's gonna, it's gonna set my arm on fire. But keep my neck safe. Give him the arm. And what do you do with the right hand? Put that right thumb in his stinking eye and push it till it pops, dude. <laughs> You're sick. Dude. And if you hook the skull, you got him. I mean, just you, like. Oh, <laughs> my God. Listen, listen. Pastor <laughs> Listen, this, listen. <laughs> I literally. So then next time you see that dog, he'd be like, arm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you scurvy cur? So listen, Kurtz got into my young head too early and messed me up. And I've had to learn. Basically, Mary, my wife had to tell me. She had to tell me, Ernesto, why do you need to win the fight all the time? I'm like, because I want to win. She goes, do you love me more than you love winning? And I was like, you're like, babe, I won you. <laughs> Dude, I had to stop and think of like, I do love her more than uh, love winning. <laughs> I'll and tell you what this movie did to me. We were, used to battle each other. I don't know what made you do this to me, but we were all with, we we're in Kenshaw up north. All the friends are over summer vacation. We're playing, and uh, and you picked me up. Walked me over to a big old pile of dog shit in front of everybody and just dropped me in it. I remember this. I mean, it, and I'm like, oh my god! In front of all, it, 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 I'm sorry. And you were just like, head up. What you gonna out, do? Shit. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't believe this. <laughs> so I'm like, 
And you were little back then. All day, all day, I'm like, what am I going to do to this dude? It's got to be worse than poop. (laughs) So we're walking. I come up behind you. You're in front of me. I'm I'm walking with some friends. I'm walking backwards talking (laughs) to some friends. Talking to you, our friends, our friends. We, we all we all had the same. Friends. Yeah, because there's not a lot of kids. And um, and, and Kenchlo, there's so much snow in the UP. Okay, you got to picture this. Picture a picture your neighborhood with four and a half feet of snow in it. It's crazy how deep it snow got. It, it is this. It snows and they have whiteouts. So what they do is, all the fire hydrants have these metal poles that swing back and forth with a huge spring. So that in the wintertime, you don't back over a fire hydrant because you see the thing sticking out the top. And also, and the wind can blow it. It's yeah. going to give to flop over because there's a spring at the bottom. Yeah. So. But the steel, it's a metal it's pole. It's huge in the spring. It's got to be, how tall is that thing? Seven feet? Half, seven yeah. feet. It, it's got to be that tall. It's like taller than the stop sign. It's like literally like screwed into the top of the, the screw. It's like, yeah. the, it's like in top, and the top of that sinking fire hydrant. So I grabbed it. And pulled it down and stretched the spring. Imagine the retract on that. And I just go, hey. <laughs> I turn around. And you turn around like, what? Split the bug. He let that thing go. I let that mug go like I had a red dot on him. <laughs> dude. Like I had a bead on him. It came across <laughs> my forehead. Dude, your feet came out. I didn't see it. You, I didn't. It was, you told me you saw light, dude. And it I, lit you up. I just remember just getting knocked off my feet. And I remember, I, I remember kind of coming to, and was, half of me was in pain, but half of me was furious. I was gone. I looked up, and you're halfway down the street running, dude. I get up, and, and I'm, dude, my head is jacked. You bruised like the Toxic Avenger, dude. <laughs> Your dude. head was like, I'm running. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you down. So I bur- busted the house, dude. And you were right behind mom, dude. You, she looked at you and was like, Oh my gosh! But she did. I didn't, I didn't let me beat you up, though. Didn't let me. Oh, she didn't. I, I can't believe I did that to you. That was crazy, <laughs> dude. I'm glad you didn't kill me. We always. You, oh, you remember what you did to me at the Glengarry apartment pool? I threw. <laughs> so I <laughs> your you almost paralyzed me. Dude, I, I literally thought I you killed you. You almost paralyzed me, dude. I, I thought, okay. First of all, you shouldn't have said his name. Because I was going to tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said a last name. <laughs> I'll, let's, let's hold on. 49 minutes. I'll beep it out. Okay. <laughs> so right we, we had a friend <laughs> that was, uh, as Ernesto used to say, corpulent. <laughs> hey, I did used you to say did that. used to say that. It's like Ernesto putting sugar on a uh, insult. <laughs> he, he's a little corpulent. <laughs> so, I would have called him fat. He's I'm like, no, it was, he was a Montague, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, dude. That was a Shakespeare drop. Oh, dude, slow clap. Dude, dude that was incredible, dude. <laughs> so... This was a big dude. I mean, it looked like he was big, he and he was, was big, and he wasn't strong. No, he was just big and soft, all the way around soft. He was like marshmallow man. I mean, this dude was stay puffed, soft. He stay puffed. <laughs> and we were at the Glengarry pool, and it's only five feet deep. 
and I'm standing at the deep end, and so just my head sticking out. <laughs> and I'm, you're standing. Your I'm body standing is stiff, my, strong. My knees are locked. Right. And I, in sixth grade, was probably five, six, 120 pounds. You're so small back then. Maybe 105 pounds. I was <laughs> tiny. I was just little. I was all glasses. <laughs> so all I'm standing glasses. there jumping up and down. I don't know what would compel you to do this, but you shoved. <laughs> shoved some guy. <laughs> I just pushed him. I just pushed you shoved him. him on my head, dude. Literally, his booty crackled on your head. Your dude, head, dude. Everything cracked, and I had just enough strength to get up and put my arms over the edge so that I was sitting. Like, dude, I thought. Listen, I remember I saw him falling. I'm like, oh, this is a bad idea. Here's the thing. He fell on me and then rolled off because I stayed straight. (laughs) Yes, you didn't go underwater. And my neck was like, my. Like like a turtle. It it, it contracted. It was like a a skin turtle shell. (laughs) I can't believe you did that. Why did you do that? (laughs) I I could be. (laughs) You could have lost an inch of your life because of that. You should be (laughs) (laughs) 5'11. I'm not six foot. No, you're five ten. You could have been five eleven. Oh, you asshole! <laughs> you could have got more dates on Tinder, dude. <laughs> what did I do? That was crazy. You're just like blank. I, I just, dude, the shadow <laughs> fell over you, dude. Just, oh, dude, I'm, it was like, um, what's that movie where the 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 dad and his daughter are on the beach and the end of the world's coming? <laughs> oh, stick it up, Morgan Freeman's the president. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. Hugging each other as they go to their demise. Not apocalypse. The apoc- oh, no, Armageddon's the one. Deep blue. Oh no, not deep blue sea. Not. Dang it! It's called Eve because it's an environmental event. Um. Either way, the li- my life was over. Deep rising. No, deep rising is the one with the monster and aliens on that boat. Oh, is that the one where he's like, "What was? What is that?" He's like. <laughs> Girl from Ipanema. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was amazing. That movie was actually fun, though. It was awesome. The tentacle monster in the it, boat. It was great, dude. It was a good one. Um, we done some sick stuff to each other, dude. Dude, we were brothers growing up, dude. No dad. Just just, just watching insane movies. Just learning all kinds. Acting of, on it. Just, just being crazy. Okay, so... Thanks, Brando. <laughs> you made us up the ante with life, dude. <laughs> dude. Um, so I want to think of some stuff. I want to uh, let's say go, try to go to our Red Room t-shirt store, redroom.threadless.com. Got three designs up there right now with, with two variations on every shirt. We got the stinking um the Red Room t-shirt, which is classic. You can get it as a hoodie or as a t-shirt. We got the Dang Gina, which is our biggest seller yeah, by far. People love the Dang Gina t-shirt. Then we got the Raise This Right, which is the first in a series. And our first one is the um, the Rocky. It's a little boy in the Rocky steps with his arms up high. It's a great That's shirt. A if you love Rocky, if you love the podcast, grab the, the, the Raise This Right t-shirt. We have a new Raise This Right t-shirt coming out probably in the next two months before a certain movie drops, baby. Mm-hmm. So, a certain sequel. Next month, not having a vote because Tony called Veto. Tony's out. We're doing this movie because it's so it. awesome. We're doing. Listen, this movie is so awesome that the the main line is tattooed on my knuckles. 
It straight up is, dude. This is why. This is... A tattoo. This is a tattoo in your body. That's yeah, how this yeah. movie... We're watching next month, The Outsiders, which is streaming right now on... Prime. Amazon Prime. Watch it for free right now. Watch it. If you haven't it. seen it in 10 years, 15 years, watch it again and be amazed at how good this movie is. I cannot wait to do this podcast. It's going to be great. This is a good one because it's got comedy, it's got drama. It's got, it's got family. Got family, it's got, it's got, you know, It's also got how your friends become family when your home's kind of a mess. And it's true. Your, your boys become your brothers. And it's got the sways. Love the sway. I heard a story that I, I, I heard a story that Steak and um, John Leguizamo when Swayze was got in a fight because they were getting so mad at each other, and it was on the, the set. Two Wong Fu, and they're both in full drag, drag. getting mad at First each of other. Swayze would have beat his ass. <laughs> 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 got the high heel on him. What's crazy though is Denzel or uh, uh, Wesley Snipes. I mean, this is some bad dudes, and they're <laughs> all dragged, dragged out, dude. Ah. Okay, so that's next month. The Outsiders. Now. You listen to the podcast on iTunes Podcast Store or on Spotify. And you know, a lot of people listen to Spotify. Spotify is probably it's easy it's catching, it's catching our iTunes. Because listen, our our numbers are going up every month. It's crazy. We're only one podcast a month and it's going up. I can't believe it. Um It just stopped. It just stopped, man. It just stopped. If you like the po- man from Buffalo. If you like the show, you leave a review. Um, you follow the show on Facebook at Facebook.com right on Theatre. And uh, as always, wait, before I say that, listen. Three patrons. We have three patrons this month. Three more. Trey Songs. We're going to do a summer spectacular. Probably do it live. So listen. Let's do it live, baby. Three patrons. If you like the show, you've listened for a while, you've been meaning to become a patron, now's the time. Patreon.com. Um, it's, 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 what is it? It's patreon.com slash Red Rum Theater. And the Red Rum, theater, Red Rum T-shirt store is redrum.threadless.com. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. We'll see you next month at the Red Room Theater. Dude, we are crazy.